0: in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era, Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby.
1: This is Shayna Baszler, and you're watching Going In Raw. This is the knockout artist, Cassius
2: Ohno, and you're Going In Raw. Hey friend Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at YouTube.com forward slash Steven Larson. And available wherever podcasts can be found, be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify bell next to it. To make sure you always get your new Going In Raw notifications we are mm-hmm. also available on the Patreon, at Patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson. we got a couple new patrons in the house. Larson, I'll go ahead and load those up. We also got a couple new YouTube channel members. Now we got a lot
1: tonight during our TakeOver live stream. Thank you for everybody for joining us. Um, about 800 of you at, at, at certain points uh, joined us tonight. Thank you very much. It's always a heck of a lot of fun watching these shows with the friendos. Absolutely. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank you.
2: Rob Caton, Timothy Bates, Ricardo Wrestle wrestleking uh, WrestleKing68, Dr. Paul Sachs and Hyper Lee are all new patrons. Uh, let's see if I have access to the new channel members here.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there were several tonight. Oh, here we go.
2: Here we go. Uh, oh, W. S. Fletcher, new member. Tony Vannucci, new member. Uh, let's see here. M. R. A. S. Five thirty-two, new member. Reaper D. V. No, oh, Reaper Red. V- v3 new member <laughs>
1: trying man. we're getting old man i'm it's trying small small types not not uh, easy for us to matt
2: read. knight and uh doobie and brian davis all new members thank you so much thank you all for all your support anyways uh uh nxt takeover toronto <laughs> toronto 2019 is in the bag in the books in the books
1: uh overall thoughts mr here
2: uh trash total trash undisputed error did not come away Draped in gold, so what do I care right now? It was it was another terrific takeover. I mean, look, man, these are takeovers. These are absolutely terrific every time out. So, All right, hold on. I have yeah, a theory here. They're great.
1: And part of it is it was, it was proffered to us by our good friend Oz in chat. Sure. Uh, usually Survivor Series weekend, the takeover takes place that particular weekend is themed about what particular match, Steve? War games. War War Games. War games. Who's been in every War Games match thus far? Undisputed Air. Correct. So, uh, spoiler alert, we'll get to it later. Adam Cole is still your NXT champion. However, the rest of Undisputed did not win their matches. So, War Games is coming up. In Chicago, All-State Arena, maybe we didn't get to the disappointment disappointment of many. Uh, Undisputed era draped in gold. But, I offer this. You go into whatever prospective deal NXT has going with Fox Sports 1. Everybody loves the Undisputed Era. True. You got Chicago, a smart wrestling city, who will probably love the Undisputed Era. Oh, yeah. You have war games. You have everything on the line. So you got Street Profits, uh, Gargano, and Velveteen Dream taking on Undisputed Era. Mm-hmm. Winner takes all. Mm-hmm. If you're going to have... It, it accomplishes several things. One, it elongates Velveteen Dream's uh, North American title reign. It elongates the Street Profits' tag team title reign. That is
2: more important than the first one. Totally. Velveteen Dream can go on and do
1: whatever he yeah, wants. Yeah, yeah.
2: But the Street Profits, I mean, I don't know. Do, do they need it? No, they're already on Raw. And they're, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. But it does, I mean, it does help them, I guess. Yeah,
1: three more months with the tag yeah. titles helps them immensely. Yeah. Um, and then you get your, your your huge moment, the Undisputed Era, after the show is moved on to Fox Sports 1 they can be the centerpiece of NXT on Fox Sports 1 because um, everybody loves the Undisputed Era
2: Yeah, across was, the board. Honestly, that was my only, like, you know, personally, obviously, I picked them all. You got all but one match I right. I got all but the main event right. Uh, and so, I mean, beyond that, I don't really care about that. Uh, but there was, at least I kind of felt, Look, man, people love the Undisputed Era. There was kind of a a disappointment in the crowd. Uh, Maybe I'm projecting. I just felt like they weren't weren't as hot after that first match when everybody sort of realized... Oh, it's not going to be their big night. They came back around by the time the main event oh, happened. Totally. No, they they came back around by the end of Candice and and Io Shirai because a that was just match, yeah. a, an amazing match. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah, it, there was a little bit of air sucked out of the building after. And that I think first that
1: night. was that was exemplified in our chat too, where pretty much everybody's like, "Boo, this yeah. sucks." Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you know, if if the plan is at some point for Adam Cole's prophecy to come to fruition, to come true. Having it all be in one big winner-take-all match where they all get to celebrate together. In a city like Chicago. Especially in a city like Chicago. Give it three more months to build, give Street Profits more time as champ before they move on to raw full-time probably. Uh, 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 as you said, Veloteen Dream doesn't really need more time as North American champion, but it doesn't hurt to give them that. Sure. Um, and then from there, from that match, you can move on to all sorts of different things. Maybe Veloteen Dream moves up to the title picture. Yeah. Um, you'll have uh, Matt Riddle versus Kellyanne Day, and that program should be wrapped up by then, too. Yeah. Whoever comes out of that ahead could also be in the picture for the for the NXT title. Matt Riddle is sure. Yeah, probably. Uh, you get a ton of options coming or out of Matt that. Or Matt Riddle can then just move on to the North American title. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like he's going right for Adam Cole. I
2: feel like they're going to bring Goldberg down to NXT. They
1: can have a Highly doubtful.
2: program with Matt Riddle.
1: Highly doubtful. I mean, no. if he's going to be sticking around for a while. Uh, it's not going to be in NXT. You know, honestly, you know what, I've seen?
2: You wanna, you know what I You want to see more than a Matt Riddle-Goldberg match? Hmm. Matt Riddle on Watch Along tomorrow watching the Goldberg match. That's all I care about. I hope they— And ever... every time—sorry, every time they bring out Goldberg
1: for a match, I want Matt Riddle in that room on Watch Along. It's not just Goldberg. I want to see him watch the Goldberg match. I want to see him watch anything Brock Lesnar's involved in. Because he's been saying for years he wants to be the one to retire Brock Lesnar. I
2: honestly just want to see Matt—I don't care what it is. He's going to trash it. Free. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> if they put trash in front of them, they put like a good match in front of them. Oh they'll, yeah, yeah, they'll yeah. love it. But yeah. like, <laughs> uh, he, he he is such a he is such a he is such a breath of fresh air of honesty. Mm-hmm. I love He's it. He's a straight shooter, man. And we did get to see him tonight.
1: So a that little cool. bit, a
2: little bit. But a little it bit. kicked off with a tag title match: Street profits versus Undisputed Air. I thought storytelling wise, this was Street profits best match so far.
1: Yeah. Um, and it was a really strong showing for Angelo Dawkins. Now, uh, uh, ever since they debuted on TV, Eric had been saying that Montez Ford is the, the the star of the two of them. Um, and in terms of athleticism, charisma, uh, that still may be the case. But Angelo Dawkins, week after week, has shown that, hey, he's not the Marty Jannetty to Montez Ford, Shawn Michaels, by a stretch of the imagination.
2: Right. And they definitely gave him a lot of spotlight in this. They gave him some big spots that I thought were really, really cool. Uh, they sort of focused a bit more on his power game mm-hmm. uh, than anything. He was uh, throwing the uh, the two guys from the undefeated era around Kyle Riley and Bobby Fish, Bob Fish, yeah. or a couple of pounces. I'm always a big fan of the pounce, yeah. Um, and uh, and yeah, a couple times when he was just throwing people around, I thought that was a, a wise move on their part. Yes, um, but it was it was a
1: really terrific match. It was a lot of fun. Uh, Montez Ford paid a homage to The Rock uh, at one point. He acts like he's about to go for the people's elbow, Bob. Fish trips him up. However, once he comes to, he gets up. Uh, he hits Kyle O'Reilly with a rock bottom. Yeah. You may call it a Uranagi. It's a rock bottom. It's a, rock bottom, it's a rock, bottom rock bottom. When you deliver it like the rock. Um, there's a lot of good back and forth in this match because shortly after that, on uh, dispute era, he was like this crazy combo uh, butterfly DDT, a uh, uh, Death Rider, if you will, mm-hmm. and uh, followed up with a wheelbarrow suplex. Uh, Montez Ford goes off to up to the top rope like going for a frog splash. He gets kicked off the top turnbuckle by Bobby Fish. Fish climbs up there, hits a super exploder. Kyle O'Reilly falls with a top rope knee to Montez's knee, puts Montez in a heel hook. Um, Montez tries to get to the ropes, and then Bobby Fish headbutts uh, uh, off the, his headbutt off the top rope onto Montez so he can't get the ropes. Angelo Dawkins comes in, picks up Bobby Fish, and just dumps him onto Kyle O'Reilly to break it up. Um, eventually, Ford tags Dawkins in, so he's a legal man. Dawkins in there, he's clearing house. Mm-hmm. Um, Angelo goes for a spear on Kyle O'Reilly and just eats a knee right to the face. Mm-hmm. That was such a well-done spot.
2: That, I I gasped and shouted at that. I don't know if it was microphone placement or just Kylo, was that Kyle O'Reilly? Yeah, that was yeah, Kyle Yeah, it was
1: Dawkins' cell. That's what did it for me, because he used
2: to do this. The, the, well, the sound made it, and like the fell. sound was like, it wasn't your regular leg slap. it felt duller, mm-hmm. and so it seemed like it could have conceivably been the actual knee going to the face. Yeah, I think that's what it was. It was like, oh my God, that sounded real.
1: yeah. Um, and yeah, it was the sell. The cell was great too. Uh, the prophets hit their uh, super Blockbuster, which is usually their finish on, on Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, Bobby Fish then they break it up. Um, after some brawn on the outside, uh, uh, Montez hits a tope um, back in. Uh, Angelo Dawkins spears Bobby Fish. And Kyle O'Reilly. And two
2: of the best beers I've seen lately. They're really good. They sure. feel like
1: there's actual force behind it. Yeah, it did. It, totally it wasn't did. just like uh, the person taking them was selling them. Uh, Montez falls with the frog splash and O'Reilly for the win. However, after the match, on Twitter at least, Undisputed Era upset, saying, Kyle O'Reilly wasn't a legal man. Ooh. However, so therefore, the pin should not have counted.
2: Therefore, we will have Undisputed Era and Street Profits and Velveteen Dream. And Roderick Strong. And Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano. War games! War games!
1: Yeah. It's totally... Like, everything about this is leaned to war games. Yeah. Everything. Everything. Anyways, hell of a match. Hell of a showing for Street Profits. The story going in this for them was, hey, we're not just here to be here. We're here to win. We're good, When too. they did. We can do it. You solidify Street Profits as your tag team champions. Uh, great showing from them. Um, in three months, undisputed, I reply to those tag team toss. Uh, next... Uh, evil eo shirai best thing in wrestling right now yeah oh yeah 100 not even close dude her new theme song the her, tron
2: the theme her the outfits gear, everything it's all great she's wearing this time she's, she had like a, a black and like highlighter highlighter yellow borderline fluorescent green uh trim gear pants yeah her her mannerisms her character work in God the ring it's so good it's so it's it's such good she, I gotta stop
1: I gotta stop using uh, light profanity in these videos. You
2: have to stop using light profanity. Light profanity.
1: <laughs> I gotta stop doing that. <laughs>
2: I think light profanity is fine. It
1: is fine. I gotta stop doing it though. No, it's good. We gotta do something. I this guess so. called going
2: in run, not I going so. in
1: flowers. I guess so. Uh, so uh, Candace comes to the ring. What are you doing over there? I'm you're putting doodling? a little
2: mustache on Nia Jax.
1: You're doodling. It's this is our me, takeover review it's and you're me over laugh. here doodling. <laughs> Sorry.
2: Go ahead. Please. I know you were fairly
1: disengaged from the show. No, I, after that I wasn't. I was very
2: belt. engaged. Thank you very much. I doodle on this all the time. Well, put that up. There's, there's. They can't see that. All what right. There's n- boobs on it. Yeah. Yeah. I drew boobs on there.
1: Right there. Goodness <laughs> didn't <Demonetized>, man. <laughs>
2: Light profanity.
1: Light profanity. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Candace comes to the ring and goes after EO before the bell even rings. Throws a couple punches her way. Uh, drops her the mat. Ruff breaks it up. And
2: then immediately Io Shirai goes for a sunset flip power on the Oh, my god! Like she's a Takahashi or something.
1: Oh, I know. Like she's the uh, taking time bomb. <laughs> uh, uh, Candace blocks it, and then Io trips her off the apron. And follows up with a suplex onto the announce table. This is
2: like 30 seconds into the match, that Yeah, it was view. great.
1: Uh, Candace struggles but beats the 10 count. She hasn't been defeated yet. Uh, Candace goes for some flying headsters. Uh, Io just flips out of it, follows with an amazing drop kick um EO hits an air raid crash uh on Candace after ramming her into the corner uh gets a two count and EO EO playing up to
2: the crowd was great Gosh, too. she's just so always good. just mugging at the crowd talking trash yeah. talking sh- trash to Candace the whole time yeah. it was fantastic using uh maybe maybe light profanity yeah maybe light profanity
1: <laughs> because like Candace would try to do something and EO would reverse it and she'd just do you'd be like she'd wave her finger yeah no, no 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 um eo goes for a top rope drop kick however candace evades and then candace uh follows with a flurry of strikes and hit this nasty looking brain buster mm. gets a two uh eo goes for a six one nine candace catches her draping neck breaker another two count um candace goes to the top eo gets her off hits a six one nine tosses candace ringside oh sorry Candace does tosses EO ringside, hits the suicide dive, DDT, follows with a double stomp on the EO's back. Back in the ring, gets a two. Um, Candace goes for like a really slow, rude awakening style neckbreaker. Mm-hmm. EO reverses that into a crossface. Candace rolls through for a pin. Only gets a two though. Uh, they trade some German suplexes, and then EO catches Candace off the top rope, hits his nasty, nasty, nasty. High angle German suplex. We saw
2: a couple of Germans with high angles on him tonight, and it wasn't mm-hmm. just relegated to this match. I think no. Roderick Strong or somebody hit yeah,
1: one. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, she only gets a two. Then EO goes to the top, goes for a moonsault. Uh, Candace meets her up there, goes for a German suplex. Again, EO just flips out of it, lands on her feet. Um, uh, shortly thereafter, Candace hits a poison Rana, gets a two, follows up with the second rope swinging neckbreaker, gets a two. EO hits a Spanish fly off the top. Candace kicks out. Eo hits backbreaker, then moonsault. Candace kicks out of the moonsault. We haven't seen that yet in NXT. Yeah, yeah. And Eo, beside herself, upset, uh, puts Candace in the Koji clutch. Candace passes out. Mm-hmm. Hell of a match. I want to see this feud continue.
2: Yeah, yeah. Me Fantastic too. Fantastic
1: stuff for a long, long time. Put them in that in that cage that the main event happened in. Oh yeah, the Ambrose Asylum event. Yeah,
2: man. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Uh, these these two can fight. For,
1: I I I want to
2: see this. Be the Gargano Champa for the women's division. Yes. You know, it circles in and out of the title scene, but it just keeps on going and a year down the line, it's just still there. That's what I really want to see. Ideally, that'd be it.
1: Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah. Completely.
0: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find
2: Uh, after that, Matt Riddle storms the ring in civilian gear. For him, that's like stretchy pants,
1: tight jeans, t-shirt, his own t-shirt, his merch shirt, and some in some slides. And yes, some
2: very bright pink slides. Yes, uh, he calls out Killian Dane. Says, "I know you're back there. Let us fight now, please." Uh, Killian Dane comes in through the crowd. They brawl ringside. The refs break them up. Sorry, the refs. And then at this, up the yeah, they try to. They go up to the top of the stage, yes. At the top of the stage, uh, security comes out, and it's just Toronto's finest indie wrestlers who are under, like, six feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get involved. They eat uh, all sorts of— uh, so
1: You get—first, you get, Riddle lays them out with yeah. a bunch of knees. You get a ripcord knee, a, a V-trigger. A V-trigger with the, uh, with the gun. A bro to sleep. Yeah. Um, and then Dane lays out Riddle with a fun splash. Mm-hmm. Security breaks that up, tries to separate Killian Dane, he lays them all out. Mm-hmm. Riddle puts Dane in the sleeper, and then Dane uh, like jumps off the stage, and while he jumps off the stage with Riddle on his back, he just happens to put his arm out and take a security guard with him. I threw a table off stage. It was awesome. Yeah, it was pretty rad. It was pretty awesome. It was pretty great. The uh, Toronto indie wrestling
2: scene had a good payout last uh, night. Well, I hope they made their money. Yes. I'm sure they did. Uh,
1: Next. They probably got Dean Ambrose during that uh, Shield one last match. 500 bucks. Yeah, 650. Next. Something interesting. So usually when they cut to someone sitting ringside at a takeover, it's a new NXT signee. However, tonight it was Austin Theory, who I believe is an Evolve champion still. I believe so. And they didn't say anything about him signing to NXT. They just said, "Here's a really exciting new superstar." He, they mentioned he was Evolve champion. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing, mm-hmm. following the 10th anniversary show on the network, we're gonna get a lot more Evolve on the WWE network. I think
2: I think we're gonna get. I think you're right. Uh, Meltzer did indicate in the newsletter he said that, uh, and again, take it with a grain of salt. Maybe because. This has been kind of, and I'm not saying take Meltzer necessarily with a grain of salt, but the idea of this has been around for a while. Mm -hmm. But he seems to believe that ICW, Progress, and I imagine Evolve are going to be coming to the WWE Network on a regular basis on an actually either weekly or monthly. I mean, Progress is monthly monthly shows. Chapters, yeah. Chapters. Uh, ICW has a weekly TV show, which is fantastic, by the way. Uh, I don't know what Evolve runs. I think they
1: run mm. monthly shows, right? I think they run like by the like as monthly shows over the course of a weekend, I want to say. I think. Oh, they have like weekend, like I a weekend every month? I think so. That'd be interesting. That's I cool. I think that's what it is. Because um, usually when NXT talents, I think, I don't know for sure, do Evolve shows or like on a, they over the course of a weekend. But again, I could be completely off. Um, in
2: any event, I mean, th- this could be a signal that we might be seeing that sooner than later. Mm-hmm. Um, that could be. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Who knows? Uh, after that, we had a North American title match, Velveteen Dream versus Roger Strong versus Peter Dune. Peter Dune. Uh, Velveteen Dream uh, came out to, I think, the Mountie song. Not Mountie the Wrestler. The Canadian Mounted Police oh, song. And then that transitioned to uh, Toronto Raptors championship celebration with cheerleaders and dancers. And then he made his appearance. He had the Mountie hat, mm-hmm. the red tights, some suspenders. Makes sense. Yeah. You know, he just needed to come out with the Mountie. Yeah. The Mountie, I think, is still in jail after that match at SummerSlam. Oh, against Boss Man. Years ago. Yeah, 90, 91, 93. Sure. 93,
2: I think. 90, a lot of weird stuff happening in 93.
1: Yeah, inclu- including uh, law enforcement
2: for Canada being put in jail. Some people noted, you know, it's funny, like uh, some people noted that that was not on our countout this week. Uh, which was weird as SummerSlam matches, that was an early one that you were going to put was, on there. Yeah, it was. And it was, then I loved your rationale because you just blew it off with one statement. He's like, yeah, we don't have to put it on there. I mean, all they did was have somebody get arrested afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, that
1: is still pretty weird, though. A little odd. The match was just the pretty The match typical. itself was just a regular match. It was match. Just pretty typical match. Yeah. And then, the, yeah, the only stipulation was a pretty group. weird stip. Whoever lost just got thrown in jail. Not as weird as if you win a match, you get to marry somebody. That's true. That's a weirder stipulation. That's a weirder stipulation. For Sure, yeah, most definitely. No, I like the list, it's a good list, yeah, yeah. You should check it out right now, yeah, it's yeah. a lot of fun. Uh, uh, Roger Strong, as usual, entered. Same with P- Peter Dune, he had some nice uh forest green, maybe teal. Still unsure about the exact color,
2: it was like a forest green, but close up upped in
1: saturation. Up close, it looked forest green, but far away, it looked like it had a bit more blue and more of a teal.
2: This is a fun match, it was fun. These guys can
1: go, man, heck yes, man. Yeah. Um, uh, beginning though. Velveteen Dream and Peter Dune, they were working together to take Roderick Strong out of the equation. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then eventually, at one point, uh, Dream turns around, gives uh, Peter Dune a smile, and Dune gives uh, Velveteen Dream his patented shrug. Yeah. They go at it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then Roderick Strong comes to and destroys both of them ringside. Yeah. yeah. Annihilates them. Hits a Uranagi on, uh, uh, undone on the Velveteen Dream. Yeah. All ringside. It was great. That was awesome. It was fantastic. Um, uh, then Velveteen Dream paid homage to Bret Hart Hitting Bret's middle rope elbow Followed it up with a sharpshooter uh, Dunn comes off the top Breaks up with a missile drop kick um, Outside Peter Dune hits a moonsault On both of them Here's a good uh, German suplex Hits one on Dream And then follows with a German suplex On Roderick Strong Onto Velveteen Dream Yeah Ow Yeah
2: I like this bit Peter Dunn Had Pete Dune <laughs> Pete Dunn I'm so he's calling him Peter Dune. Peter Dune, thanks, I, Kyle I, O'Reilly. I blame Kyle O'Reilly for that squarely. Uh, he had he usually does those the Danielson stomps. Yeah. He had both guys, and he was doing stomp, 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 yeah, yeah. Stomp, 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 stomp to each guy. It was fantastic. I thought it was a fun little spot.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we get uh, Pete Dunn and Velveteen Dream up top. Dunn's going for the finger stuff on Dream. Roger Strong comes up and hits an Olympic slam on Dunn. Sends Dream off the top rope as well. Uh, Pete Dunn has uh, Roger Strong in a triangle in the corner and then Dream hits a coast-to-coast Purple Rainmaker to break that up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's this great bit where both Pete Dunn and Velveteen Dream are against the ropes and Roger Strong just runs by three or four times and hitting with four Yeah. That was fantastic. It was great
2: stuff. I can't wait, man. Listen, if, if the reports are true that we might have some main roster talent show up in NXT yeah. once they go to Fox Sports 1, tell me... A Cesaro, Roderick Strong feud isn't something that you. Oh, just that'd be die top to notch, see. man! I would love to see that.
1: That'd be great. Uh, Roderick follows it up with Strong hold on both of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't hold it though. Yeah. Um, and then Dunn breaks some fingers on both of them. Hits a bitter end on Roderick up, Strong, yeah. and then uh, Velveteen Dream is over distracting the ref with his fingers, and then breaks the pinfall by uh, going over and, and rather than break up the pinfall by knocking Dunn off Strong, goes and just kinda like lays into the ref a little bit. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Um, and then the end saw Roderick Strong hit End of Heartache on Dunn, Dream breaks it up with Purple Rainmaker, uh, and then covers Dunn himself. He gets the win. Velveteen Dream retains. Yeah, keeps him super strong, man. Yeah, man, that's good. Yeah, he's gonna be fine for I that just, world title. I just, I really hope that
2: Pete Dunne isn't gonna be the guy who's sort of always there but never quite there. You know, I don't think so.
1: I hope not. I mean, I'm just, I, th- I usually think that whenever I really, really like something. I mean, I'm really surprised that he's the one that took the pin in this match. However, if, if they're working. They made him look so strong over the past yes, couple yes. weeks, though. So it kind of does it took ride. like essentially two finishers to for him to eat that pin. Yeah. If the plan is undisputed era versus everybody else with belts um, at war games for everything, you can't have Roger Strong eat that pin at the hands of Velveteen Dream because that's fairly definitive. Uh, well, if it if it if it was preceded by in the same manner here,
2: if it was preceded by the finisher from somebody else, also. I know, but Roderick Strong can come out and say, "You never pinned me, Dream." That's true. Uh, yeah, and then uh, Regal would say yes. Therefore, so and so.
1: War games.
2: Uh, who are games? Who would you like to see uh, Pete Dunne feud with after this? Uh, so let, let's say you know maybe the, he has another match against Bevel Teen Dream. He loses whatever at the next at the next uh, takeover. Who would you like to see Pete Dunne in there great with? It's Pete Dunne and Matt Riddle. I know, but Matt Riddle's already got something going on. Yeah. Um, yeah, but no, no, dude, that Killian Dane thing, that's not going to be it. That's months from now. It's not going to be a TakeOver. Probably not. But you never know. That's going to be one of those hot NXT main events. Killian Dane. I think they want big things for him. I'm not sure he's going to be to that level. Oh, he's not winning that feud, no. But I don't know. If I'm not even sure if they're going to take that to TakeOver. I think I think Matt Riddle is a good Pete Dunne guy. The problem is you get into a situation where you don't want Pete Dunne to lose that and this and he can't and Matt riddle's gonna beat Killian Dane and whatever their blow ups
1: going to be' uh, because, probably on TV because they're priming him for a title run probably yeah but you never know I mean like depending on how long Pete Dunn's gonna be on on the roster you know what would be killer Pete Dunn versus Keith Lee that would be good finally get Keith Lee going and he can lose his first
2: takeover match to Pete Dunn
1: mm-hmm. mm-hmm that'd be killer right that'd there. be pretty cool Kona Reeves how about that oh what about Pete Dunn and Kushida? what about Oh, that's good.
2: That, that's, ooh, that's good. What about uh, Pete Dunne and Cameron Grimes? That'd be good. That's a good matchup personalities right there. Pete Dunne and Tyler Breeze. Um, no, that's an easy win for Pete Shane Dunne. Shane Thorne. The, mm. Forgotten sw- Sons. Oh, God. Oh, Jackson Riker. I like the Terminator. Anyways, after that. Dexter got- Loomis. Perfect. Perfect. He's That dude should be at the top of TakeOver. Cesar Bononi. War Games really should be Undisputed Era versus everybody already said versus just Dexter Loomis on his own. Yeah, I know. It's a triple threat, but they all have four people. He has
1: just him. Just him. Yeah. And he wins all Yeah, the, he goes over all the belts. All the belts are now belong to Dexter Loomis.
2: The one belt that couldn't go to Dexter Loomis, though, the women's championship. Yeah. Shayna Baszler versus challenger Mia Yim. Uh, this was one of those matches that kind of hurt to watch because it was just very like... Strike heavy and let me hurt you heavy.
1: Yeah, the story. What a lot sh- of fancy moves here. No, there wasn't. Me, strategy was to try to take out Shayna's arm. Mm-hmm. So if she were to lock in the uh, the her her finisher, uh, she'd be able to manipulate the arm and get out of it. And she did that a couple times. Um, however, it wasn't enough. Uh, it's it's kind of a this match wasn't bad, but mm. it wasn't as smooth. Didn't have the drama of EO versus Candace. You, I think it's it's kind of a
2: risk when you have a match as sort of as, as intentionally clunky as this. Yeah, as physical as this. Because yeah. it's not going to be smooth. It's going to be ugly. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it works really well. Sometimes it doesn't. Like, I've seen Roderick Strong in some really ugly matches that just
1: look so awesome because
2: it just hurts.
1: Well, he much. works a really fast pace, too. True. Shayna yeah. does not work a fast pace. That's true, yeah. Um, there was this great spot early on which set up the, the main story where Mia shoves Shayna's arm into the ring steps. Comparable to what we saw uh, Sasha do to Bailey at NXT Brooklyn 1 mm-hmm. and then drop kick the ring step, setting up Shayna's arm being compromised. Um, and that was kind of, as I said, mentioned Mia's strategy. Uh, Shayna was doing her typical stuff. Towards the end, she was finally working the arm as well. There's this great spot where Mia hits the super code blue, so essentially like a sunset flip powerbomb off the top rope. Yeah. She only gets a two, though. Um, and then Shayna locks in the uh, her finished clutch. Mia gets out of it because she starts working over the arm. Uh Shayna releases, but then again, Shayna goes for it later on. Mia tries to get out of it, does, but then Shayna transitions like instantly into a, a, a choke with her legs mm-hmm. and Mia has to tap. Mm. Kind of surprising, especially considering uh Eo one. You think all right, Mia can pick up the win here on Shayna, go into a feud down the line against Eo, because they're definitely setting up Eo to be top heel. Of that women's division. Oh, for sure, yeah. Um, so it seems Shayna is going to be moving up s- at some point.
2: Somebody, golly, man! I saw it on Twitter today, and I don't even know who said it, but I thought it was one of the sources that we that we usually are like, mm-hmm. okay, now they know what they're talking about. Was saying that they're thinking that there's going to be a Shayna Becky feud sooner than later. That should happen. That should be Survivor it Series. Totally should happen. Um, so if I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe they think that Shayna looks. Strongest. Walking into that, that feud with the belt. Maybe. Doing Kevin Owens type deal. Dude, I'm telling you, man.
1: They need to get their act together when it comes to these call-ups. How about this? Shayna walks on the main with the NXT Women's title. Uh, she's the one that beats Becky. She's got the NXT and Raw Women's title.
2: I mean, that's like we would book it. That's how we would. I think Make we did impact. do that before. Get Ronda yeah. out
1: there. Get her, get her involved. Boom. Right there. That's a money feud right there.
2: Then Shayna challenges Brock for the Universal title. She wins that.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm hmm.
2: Takes on uh, New Day and uh, the, who has the tag, Raw Tag titles? The Club. Club OC, yeah. yeah. She gets those titles. So well, she has all the belts. She's going to look like that one picture of uh, <laughs> Ultimo <laughs> Dragon Ultimo with the 14 Dragon. belts.
1: With the 14 belts, yeah. Yeah. Man, That'd be nice something stuff. else.
2: Silliness, silliness. Next up, Wolverine versus Adam Cole.
1: No, it's Johnny Gargano, man. In Wolverine gear. It was Wolverine gear, but it was battle tested. It was like there were three yeah, the claw marks right on the chest. So
2: who was who did Wolverine? Well, Sabretooth, man. Who's the Sabretooth tooth? The Sabretooth only have three claw. I thought he had all five of his claws. Well, I
1: guess maybe he just hit him with the three longest fingers. I guess so. That makes sense. Got some burrito on me. You got the yeah that burrito maybe because why would burri- why why <laughs> would <a> burrito,
2: burrito. <laughs> hurt himself? You know, try to slash himself.
1: That would make any sense. No, a saber you, you
2: know what his you know what his ring gear looked like? It was like. The pajamas Like the pajamas I'm sorry Underroos ho- No the, ho- the Halloween costume You'd get That is like a character But it's not really Their costume It's just a costume Of that character Yeah 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 You know what I mean Like there. I remember seeing When no, I was I a kid There was like the There was a, a I was gonna call him Dolph Vader The Darth Vader one Yeah And it was just like A shirt with Dol- with Darth Vader On it and yeah. I'm like That's not a co- It was supposed to be co- a Halloween costume Yeah yeah I know what you mean It's like that. Darth Vader's not wearing His own shirt costume
1: Darth Vader fan <laughs>
2: exactly <laughs> oh anyways yeah no, was me. dressed up as wolverine fan and, and then adam, uh, cole adam cole uh, was just adam cole he was just adam
1: cole he was adam cole that's all he's got adam cole be. dressed as adam cole fan
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's right because i did have new horrible i didn't i didn't get a close enough look at these horrible oh, go to WB undisputed they're supposed to be
1: like movie posters he wasn't wearing that he's wearing one of his own shirts Oh, well, Everybody was else was wearing. Oh, there's the fiend gloves. Yeah, they're really pushing the fiend merch, huh? And the uh, look at that. Wow, I, wow. I love it, this Wyatt Gym one though. It's all fiend all the time. Uh, Go to XT over there on the right, how did they, far right, yeah, yeah. or that too. we will do this. See if they're even up by now. Because I had them in the, at the SummerSlam shop. Up? Well, they have Johnny. Oh, there it is. There they are. They have Gargano's new shirt. What does it say at the bottom? Their names. Oh yeah, Shock, Shock the, the System, system starring, starring the, the Undisputed, Undisputed Era. era.
2: And then it's on the back also. It's got their logo with all of them posing. Man, I, that's, just, that's a lot of screen print that you're wearing. Yeah, you're wearing pretty much a bulletproof vest at that point. Like, the shirt is already heavy, probably. Thick. Thick and, and heavy. And you got an eighth of an
1: inch of silk screen on there. <laughs> Unless they do the crap iron on. <laughs> <laughs> like, they did for her. Um, I've never seen the, you know. No, it wasn't the Chompa shirt that disappointed me. because I, I had a feeling it was the custom thing. I'm like, I know it's going to be a piece of trash. It was the New Day shirt <laughs> I got. That was like the TLC album cover. And I was really because I think it's an know, awesome man, shirt. I, I love know. the New Day. I know. I thought that was such a great idea. All those designs were great. The Rollins shirt after Rollins Band. Uh, Sasha Banks after Kendrick Lamar's uh, Good Kid, Mad City. There's one other one. Um, I thought they were all great. I was like, I like the New Day one a lot. I got it. I opened it up. I'm like, they did the, shit, the crap. So uh, <laughs> uh, profan-
2: They did the light profanity job. Light profanity
1: job of this. They did the crap, <laughs> crap, crap. <laughs> Iron on stuff. Yeah. On the garbage shirt. (laughs) And it wasn't like I got it from WB shop. It was from I got it from I got it from Foot Locker. You would think. And it's not Foot Locker's fault. Yeah. This is all WB is doing. They're the ones that worked all this (laughs) out. And it was I was so disappointed. That's I just went to Foot Locker and returned it. That is light profanity right there. It was garbage. That's terrible. Garbage. This garbage quality. The design was great. Garbage quality. Yeah. And I haven't bought anything for WB since. And I probably won't. Yeah, man. No. I'm not gonna get suckered i'm i'm with you because i don't know like i love this one look at this guy. like the the, the designs that, see but if that's silk screen that's again that's you're you're wearing body armor essentially
2: oh they're not silk screening this dude that's there's way too much going on they can't silkscreen screen that that's going to be like a iron-on
1: and it's going to look like the
2: detail is going to be awful because that's the issue no, they, they they do these ones different i mean it's still it still might be a bit on the thick side but it's definitely not silk screen i
1: don't know man
2: i don't buy one and that. find out yeah yeah that's a good point it's only 20 bucks I'd put this like on a black shirt. I'd I'd wear this. Yeah, not really. I wear a pink shirt.
1: Anyways, anyways, uh, back to the match.
2: So the first fall, of course, is a wrestling
1: match. Yeah, classic standard wrestling match.
2: And uh, we got at the end of this first fall, we got sort of the tease of what might have been like a double turn. Uh, but take us through the match first.
1: Okay, so yeah, first fall wrestling. Uh, they're doing the the standard. Hey, we know each other really well, so we know what the other person's going to do in reverse and anticipate. Excuse me, that burrito mm-hmm. man. There's that bit where they both are about to do super kicks, and they just sort of stood there. back. You know, Adam Cole goes for the Panama Sunrise. Gargant. It's it. You know, it's it's the classic bit where two people have wrestled each other so often they know all their. Uh, eccentricities. It's like you and I playing 2 k 9 Exactly. We know exactly what we're going to do. Uh, outside, uh, Adam Cole goes for like a running kick and Gargano Gargano gets out of the way. Cole kicks the ring steps and uh, then Gargano picks him up, drops him with a shin breaker on the apron, starts working over his legs. That's kind of what uh, Gargano's strategy is from that point on. Table's turn. Uh, Cole hits this cool looking wheelbarrow suplex on Gargano on the apron. Apron is a weapon. Uh, back in the ring, Gargano eventually uh, focuses on Cole's leg again, puts him into a figure four. Cole gets to the ropes. Um, there's this great bit where uh, Adam Cole's going for a Panama sunrise. Gargano catches him, reverses, him into, reverses it into a, a dude buster, essentially. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Gets it two. Uh, and then Adam Cole brings a chair into the ring. Mm-hmm. The ref's like, hey, don't do it. You're going to get DQ'd. dq yeah. They kind of uh, wrestle over the chair. Uh, ref puts the chair down. Uh, Adam Cole kicks Johnny. Square in the front area. Uh-huh. Does Johnny uh, eat a pin there? No, of course not. No, so. he kicks out. Yeah. Uh, but then Johnny, he decides to pick up the chair. And the rest like, don't do it. I'm going to DQ you. You're going to DQ you. And Johnny goes, all right. Yeah. Hits Adam Cole with a chair. Yeah. He's DQ'd. He loses the first fall.
2: You know what I do love about this? So it wasn't like a, a cheesy like double turn. I like double turns. But it wasn't that. This is fascinating to me because it's so rare in the WWE that you get it. It is the character of Johnny Gargano evolving over time. You know, Johnny Gargano as of a year and a half ago would never have done this. But at this point, he understands what it takes to get that championship, to stay relevant is he's got to do he's got to be smarter and take no
1: options off the table. What do you say before this match? I finally know who Johnny Gargano is. Yeah. He's a well-rounded he is, character. He is assimilated uh uh all that he's learned through the chompa feud, mm-hmm. he's an amalgam now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of Johnny wrestling world, the greatest sports entertainer on the planet.
2: What was the character that Batman and Wolverine were together? I don't know. Something stupid. It was like Dark Claw or Bat something Wolf, <laughs> Wolver Bat
1: Wolverine, Wolf Man, Wolverine. <laughs> What'd you say was? Dark, it was Dark Claw. I want to say it was the Dark. Yeah, because I think that was one of Brian Cage's wrestling names. <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah, list of Amalgam Comics characters. I need to do a video about how crappy
1: this was. I really do. It was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, and it was it was, it was was like the invasion angle. It was? No, the, dude, that is exactly what it was. Yeah. So, next fall, Street Fight, of course. This is Gargano's chosen stipulation. Uh, so, the bell rings. Gargano throws a chair at Adam Cole, who's now in the ringside area. Uh, Gargano follows it up with Suicide Dive. Cole tries to flee through the crowd. Gargano follows. They start brawling all over the place. Uh, They eventually end up back around by the timekeeper area. Uh, Gargano hits splash off the barricade and drives Cole through the the, the wall, the barricade between timekeeper area and the ringside area. So that particular barricade was made of tissue, probably. Yeah. Because it wasn't like it was. There was a whole lot of force behind that splash. Yeah. Um, We're on the announce table. Gargano's going for a fairy tale ending. Cole uh, rakes Gargano's eyes. Cole goes for his own fairy tale ending. Instead, though, Johnny backdrops him, Cole, into the Spanish announce table. Um, later on, back in the ring, uh, Cole hits uh, Gargano with a last shot, follows that with a neck breaker onto a chair, mm-hmm. gets a two count. Yeah,
2: that was ugly. Oh, wait, is this? No, it's later on. That the, was later the on. The okay. spot was ugly. Okay. Uh,
1: later on, Gargano sets a, a chair in the turnbuckle, uh, lawn darts Adam Cole into it, follows with the Gargano escape. Adam Cole taps mm-hmm. uh, Tied 1-1 Yeah They did a good job uh, The pace Of this match The brutality Picked up uh, Exponentially As the The, sh- the, ma- the show uh, Sorry as the match went on Yeah Yeah Because it it's last fall The weapons cage match Which apparently They announced on TV Ahead of time They didn't announce it To the live crowd Is what I heard On Twitter so you're there, you're in the crowd, you see this cage above the ring with all these weapons and you can kind of put it together. Sure, yeah. But apparently, it's what I read on Twitter after the show ended and before we started, is that they didn't make an announcement to the live, to the live crowd until the cage started to descend. Did they actually
2: make the verbal announcement to the I crowd so. at that point? I mean, I kind of feel like if you're in there and you're looking at it, it's kind of cooler maybe just for the buzz to get around, oh, that's th- that's for the third fall. Although, you'd think that, like, Regal would come out and, like, maybe give a bit of an explanation? Well, he did on t- Th- for the TV audience. This was for...
1: Wait, he, what? So, before the show started... Was it on the kickoff? Yes.
2: Oh, so he announced it. Oh, okay. On the okay. kickoff,
1: but the live crowd didn't get that, apparently. Oh, interesting. Okay. So, live crowd shows up. They look up. It's like, wow, there's a cage up there with weapons and stuff. That's crazy. I wonder if that's for the third fall.
2: Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. But, yeah, you'd like to hear. That is kind of surprising. It seemed like it would be more dramatic for Regal to come out. On the stage, you know. I mean you can't really have him come out by the way, here's my big surprise, and it's like there's a cage sitting there. You see that cage up there with all the weapons? That's
1: not for the third fall.
2: <laughs> I'm kidding it is. <laughs> exactly. Ha. That's for a Damien Priest match. <laughs> We're gonna film for television. <laughs> oh yes, that's just for it's for the recap. That's, that's for episode. NXT TV next week. <laughs> it's a fallout match.
1: Yeah. Uh, so yes next third final fall weapons cage match uh, pretty instantly they go and tear some kendo sticks off the side of the cage they start <laughs> it's
2: not really I'm sorry it's not really in character for Regal to do a weapons cage match though is it? no
1: it was kind of out of nowhere I mean it worked out because it was really fun like where's my world of sport best of best of three rounds match I know I know where's a catch is catch can <laughs> <laughs> I know Moro called the first fall of that but nah, man. no give man me, give me an ITV world of sport match right exactly all joint manipulation I want to... Uh, well, that's what I thought he might do. Big Daddy versus
2: Haystacks match.
1: You know, like a submission match. I quit match. A last man standing. Last man standing. Something yeah. like that. And uh, people were saying that uh, Triple H and Stone Cold had a 3 stages of the hell match that had the same exact stipulations. Oh, interesting. So I guess that was the basis for it. Mm. Uh, but so this was brutal. It was brutal. <laughs> this it got was absolutely brutal. brutal. More and more brutal as it went on. Brutaler. Uh, so they start the match trading kendo stick shots. Uh, and eventually they do the the... Super, super kick on each mm-hmm. other's spot. Um, later on, Gargano hits a poison Rana, follows it with a super kick. Cole kicks out. Uh, Gargano, sorry, Cole hits a backstabber with the kendo stick across Johnny's face. He gets a two. It was this Gargano sets up a couple chairs so the seats are facing each other, so the backs are this like a U shape. Yeah. And so they're jockeying position on the top rope. Gargano hits a tornado DT. I'm guessing Cole's head was supposed to hit the seats of the chairs. So these are the chairs here. And instead of Cole hitting here or here, yeah. he hit his head right there. Oh, yeah. It right up. on the top of the chair, probably the hardest part of the chair. And that looked rough. And the ref goes to check on him. Uh, He's he already got a, a little scrape on his head from when the chair was thrown at him because he didn't put his hands up for that at all. Um, there's a sledgehammer on the cage. And so with that twist tied, there was also a mystery bucket, you know people said there was
2: a bucket. I only saw two fire extinguishers. I just assumed that there was a bucket because everybody was saying there it was,
1: was a funnier bucket. it was funnier, regardless of what I saw the bucket or not, that there was a <laughs> bucket there. Totally, like <laughs> we were all speculating what was inside the bucket, <laughs> yeah. but I saw two fire extinguishers, and I'm not a perceptive individual. Mm-hmm. i miss things all the time. yeah sure. Uh, just today. I was
2: kind of looking for the bucket. I never saw it either.
1: Last night, I was going through the freezer. I needed some peas to have to give them my kids for dinner. And yeah. I'm like. Where are these damn peas? Yeah. Searching all through the freezer. Know where they were? In front of you. Right in front of me. Yeah, it makes sense. Right in front of me. Yeah, man. So it happens when you get old. Yeah, it happens to me too. So there's a bucket there. That'd be awesome. I just didn't see it. But again, I'm not perceptive. Uh, so there's a sledgehammer there up on the, uh, uh, the cage, fighting over it, jockeying for position, trying to get it. Gargano says, to hell with that. Sunset flip, powerbomb off the cage, gets a <laughs> two count. That
2: was so, that was, yeah. Well, that was ugly.
1: Yeah. Uh, then Gargano goes up, gets a sledgehammer. Adam Cole hits him with a super kick. Then another. Uh, Adam Cole goes to the top of the cage, gets a ladder, throws it at Johnny. Johnny evades, but that gives Adam an opportunity to hit a Panama Sunrise, gets a two count. Mm-hmm. And then Cole scales a ladder, the ladder, hits a Panama Sunrise off of that. Mm-hmm. Gargano kicks out.
2: Although I do kind of appreciate that. Like, you're still, even though you're coming from the
1: ladder, you're still. I know. It's still the exact same move to the guy. You're just higher it. up. It's probably more, more uh, damage done to Adam Cole's knees than anything. <laughs> Uh, Adam Cole goes for a last shot And Johnny Gargano just collapses mm-hmm. And so Cole puts Gargano on a chair So his face is up against the seat And he
2: can't collapse
1: No, he goes for a last shot And then Johnny rolls off So Adam Cole Last uh, shot's a chair Last shot's a chair And then Gargano puts him in like a a, a deathlock type move The same thing he did to Ciampa In their first match with the knee brace mm-hmm, yeah, but with, uh, with the kendo stick across the face Instead of the knee brace And then uh, Adam Cole bites him In the hand to break up the hold yeah. No DQ so they can do that Uh, They fight over the sledgehammer, and then Gargano hits him in the ribs with it. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a couple tables set up in the ring. Um, uh, Gargano puts coal on him. He goes up, climbs up the ladder. Coal rolls off. Gargano nails him with a kendo stick. Follows him with like a Canadian destroyer basically off the top rope. Yeah, that was like that really should be a finisher right
2: there. Nope, only got two counts. That should be a fin- What was what was like kind of more shocking? That or Naito's second row driver? Now the destroyer was, man. <laughs> that was like holy
1: crap. Because holy like light profanity. Because yeah, because uh uh New Japan does crazy stuff. Yeah. Not all the time. Right. Unless Kota Ibushi's in the match and something crazy's going to happen yeah, every time yeah. basically. Yeah. It's like a rarity in WWE programming that you get a destroyer, period. You're right. It's yeah. like Rey Mysterio and Adam Cole are the only two people allowed to do it.
2: Yeah, yeah. Rey Mysterio. And Rey Mysterio can only do it in Andrade matches.
1: Yes. You know. And Adam Cole, just it was just a what, halftime heat. He was finally allowed to do it. Yeah. And so they have Gargano do a destroyer off. I know it was off the second rope, but still. Still. No. It yeah. was insane. It was you don't crazy. expect that from WWE. Yeah. Um, and then, so while I didn't see this bucket, there was definitely a sack Mm-hmm. attached to the cage. Do you see a sack. sack in yeah. a weapons match? What do you think? Thumbtacks, exactly. or
2: hopefully Legos.
1: Yes, uh, Gargano pours the contents of the sack out into the uh, into the ring. No Legos, no thumbtacks, what we they got. Should,
2: at some point, somebody needs to incorporate Dan Aykroyd's bag of glass Yeah, from Siren Live. back There the you day. go. Yeah, it's
1: a bag of glass. Kids, yeah. kids play with it. Um, inside are uh, some bolt cutters, some chains, some brass knuckles. So rather than using the chain or the brass knuckles right there on the mat, Gargano scales up to the cage, takes his time to cut some barbed wire off the top. So there's barbed wire wrapped around the top of the cage because he can't escape the cage to win. Yeah, It's only pinners. mission. like at Home Depot. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so he comes down, uh, Adam Cole climbs to the top of the cage. So there's like a table, looks like a metal table in one corner, mm. right next to the ladder. So Adam Cole climbs up the cage, gets in that table, Gargano climbs up the ladder. So they're brawling on top of that table for a little bit. Uh, Johnny Gargano tries to use the barbed wire, Adam Cole, and they both kind of toss each other off this table through the two tables that are already set up uh, on the mat. They really only hit one of them. They hit one of them. And they came very close to not hitting that one. And uh, Adam Cole just kind of rolls over on Gargano to get the win. Adam Cole's back looked beat to hell. He just in general. He was beat to hell this whole match. Beat to hell, yeah. Um, So I know uh, uh, Regal said before this match, there there will be a decisive winner. Mm Mm-hmm. While Adam Cole got the win, I wouldn't exactly call this a decisive victory for him because it was a spot off the top where they both fell off, both went to the table. Cole just had enough to put his arm over him, essentially.
2: There's that. There's also the first fall was Gargano intentionally getting himself DQ'd. So it's not like Adam Cole decisively went over him at that point either. No, no. Um, And then, of course, Cole tapped out in the second one. So, yeah, that could be, again. Wiggle uh, room to do
1: another match, yes. Mm-hmm. War games. War games. Yeah. Uh, how many weeks do we have till war games? It's about three months. It's November. Oh, wow. Geez. Plenty of time. Plenty of time. Lots of three time more months of that. Cole yeah. and Gargano.
2: Yeah, I wonder how they're going to. I mean, they only do something every two weeks. So that's about, what was that, five five episodes we're going to see them in? Mm-hmm. Plenty of things they could do there Yeah, to get to war games.
1: Continue Adam Cole's championship tour. This is this
2: has been an – like, especially given that it came uh, – basically, it, w- it was sort of fast-tracked because of Champ's injury. Yeah. Boy, this has been a lot of fun. It has been. And I'm looking forward to seeing what stories are going to tell from here on out. So, yeah, I mean, look, man, another great takeover.
1: Uh, for You know, for people who who are disappointed in the dispute or to walk out of this with all the belts, just wait. I think there's a chance it could happen in three months' time.
2: I mean, it seems like uh, – that, that seems like – a very distinct possibility. Uh, I, I would be. I mean, regardless of what, if they do it like that at war games or not, it would be kind of shocking to me if they didn't have them all be draped in gold. It's been such a, it's been such a story that they seem to be aiming to tell. Mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> what uh, they should do is like just first round of taping, set it up. Mm-hmm, yeah. War games coming up. Yeah. This is what we're gonna do. Yeah. That'd be cool. And then you have time to build. Hype for that on the, match. On
2: the other hand, what you could on the other hand what you could do is have it come down to the wire. I mean, Street Profits they got this win, but wouldn't you like to see them have a couple more title defenses oh, totally. between yeah, yeah. now and then? Yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, there's, there's three months, a lot of time. It is a long. That's time. a long time. Um, so yeah, be interesting. to See where all that goes. Yep. Yep. In any event, thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. There's a big blowout sale right now at friendomarket.com. Use the promo code blowout blowout 25% everything off everything there. Uh, thanks so much everybody for tuning in until next time. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Be a part of going in raw today at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson. Starting at $1 a month. You can enjoy going in raw ad free gain access to the daily 30 minute going in raw post show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more support going in raw today. Click the link in the description.